Hey everyone, Bill Giannone back with another CrossCast. Today I'm going to talk about one of those events that happen in your company and happens to all of us and it happens you know, more than one time a year probably for a lot of us. And every time it does, it gives us a lot of aggravation, a lot of anxiety. So I just want to make sure we talk about it a little bit and understand how we can deal with it. And what I'm talking about is when you have someone who's key part of your organization come up to you and tell you that they're leaving. Um, bringing this up now is because uh, two of Crest clients, Crest members, have had this happen this week and reached out to me for some advice and some assistance. And it's a very, very nerve wracking thing. You know, we go through our operational day to day processes and we just assume that all the pieces that we have plugged in are going to be pieces that we can trust and that we can use. It kind of throws us for a loop and throws us off our game when we get to the point when we can't follow through with those processes and those, you know, daily plans because somebody comes along and throws a monkey wrench in and says that they're leaving. Well, how do we handle that? Well, the easiest way to handle it is to walk away from the situation, understanding that there's really nothing we can do to change it. If somebody comes to you and says, I'm out of here, I found another job. There's two things that you can do. The first one is really bad. You could say to them, what would it take for you to stay? Now, if you say that, that's an invitation to bigger problems in the future. I'm not a fan of that. I think the best thing for you to do is the other option, which is wish them good luck. Try to do some sort of exit interview. By exit interview, I mean, ask them what are the things that made them look for another job? What are the things that would have made them stay had things been different? And just kind of get an idea on their way out of things that they perceived as problems with their own employment. Remember, this doesn't mean that you'd necessarily have a problem in your company. Maybe these were just people who were looking for something that you can't provide to them. You know, sometimes your perception of what somebody's talents are is different from their own perception or from a third party who's looking to hire them. So it's not necessarily something that you would change or do differently, but it's always good to do this exit interview. The worst possible thing you could do is say, hey, what would it take for me to keep you here? If you do that, you're just opening up yourself for a couple of things. Remember, if they're at the point where they came to you and they're willing to say to you that they want to go somewhere else. They've already got one foot out the door. If the only reason they're staying is because you're going to offer them extra money or you're going to match their deal. How long is that going to last? The very next time they get disgruntled or they think they can go get a job somewhere else. They're going to do the same exact thing. Cause you've already set the precedent that you're going to make sure you come back over and over again to keep them. I'm not a fan of that. I don't believe that you should try to match. It sets a couple of bad precedents other than the fact that it also proves to the employee that you were kind of undervaluing them to begin with. Because if it took them threatening to quit to, for you to pay them their true value, 
that's kind of like dirty pool. And it shows that you really didn't care about them either. So it's a really difficult combination to try to overcome moving forward in the future. So why don't we just agree that if somebody comes to you and says that they're going to leave, your options are basically one, congratulate them, wish them the best, but try to get that exit interview. Now, how do we keep that from happening? I know in the case of one of the members, they had never, ever had a review with their employee. He was there two and a half years. And when he came to them, they were shocked that he was leaving. But he had been with them two and a half years, and they never gave him a review. Yes, they gave him two raises, but they really never sat down with him and discussed with him how he was doing in the company going over things he was doing well and things he was doing poorly and how he needed to maybe focus and concentrate. Those things never, ever occurred. That's a really, really bad way to manage your company. People want and need to be coached and want and need to be told what they're doing well and what they're not. Those regular reviews keep somebody from wondering how things are going. It keeps them from wondering if they're valued or not. And it ultimately keeps them from wandering. You have to keep them happy. Now, money's always the number one way to try to keep somebody happy. But being able to have that community feeling and keeping them informed, educated, and up to date is a very, very important aspect of running your business. So once they've come to you, it's usually too late. So other than doing the reviews, what are some of the other things you can do? Well, you can show interest in your employees. You can show that you care about them. You could show that you're interested in what happens with their day-to-day -day life. And you can also make sure that they have all the tools they need. You know, the grass is always greener is an expression we always hear about. But nobody would be even looking at the grass on the other side of the fence if things were happening on your side of the fence that were causing them to start looking. So maybe your trucks are in the best condition. Maybe your equipment is a little old and dirty and breaking down. Maybe you're not providing them with the proper tools that they need, and it's making them work a little bit harder. All those little things that you could be working on, obviously money is a big thing, but Maybe you're just asking them to work too many hours. You don't have enough crews or you don't have a fair enough on-call structure where they're constantly 24-7, 365 on call. That's really not a good thing. You have to make sure you have that work-life balance for them. And you are the one who's responsible for providing that to them. They shouldn't have to ask for that. You should be providing it to them. Okay, Those are two of the most important ways that you can show that you're in touch with them, that you care about them, and you could keep their eyes from wandering. The last thing you want is for them to start looking, because once they start looking, now they've already set themselves up. It might have taken them months to get to that point. They might have been happy, and maybe it was one or two little things, and then maybe something happened and they addressed it with you and it never got corrected. Maybe they asked you if they can get a raise or if they can go to another class and maybe get another certification. And maybe you told them, hold on, you know, we're a little too busy right now, but I promise it's going to happen. There's a good chance that conversation took place a year ago. We need to be sensitive to that.
We need to make sure we're reaching out and we're fulfilling all of their needs, not just their paycheck needs. Number one reason why people leave is for more money. Number two reason why people leave is because they don't feel like they're being valued. And that's not a money thing. That's does my boss, do my supervisors, does my organization, does my team value my contributions? If you're not doing things like reviews and if you're not doing things like checkups and education, there's no way for them to ever know that. So let's make sure we're staying really, really strong in our concepts of following through with conversations, listening to our employees, making sure we have a really good ear to what they're saying. Sometimes it's not even their words, it's their actions, right? It's very helpful every once in a while to show them thanks in ways that don't include raises. Once a month or even once a quarter, buy breakfast for the company. Take each individual out to lunch once every quarter, once every six months. You know, if it's a crew member who's out in the field all day, you know, go pick up some lunch, drive it to the job site and just give them that break and sit with them and eat lunch with them. Little tiny things that show you care about them. Those are the things that they're going to remember as positives when that mind and that eye starts to wander. That'll go a long way towards protecting your investment. Because remember, your employees are an investment. That old expression, you know, what happens if I train them and then they leave? And then the response to that is, well, what happens if you don't train them and they stay? So you obviously do want to invest in your employees. You want to invest in your teams. Doing that is very important. But you also have to invest a little bit of your own emotional capital and your own mind and mental capital into it. When they start feeling those negatives, it's not going to steamroll into looking for another job because they're going to be able to think about the good and the bad, and the good is going to well overweigh any issues they have. Last thing I want to say about this, I know sometimes we're very busy, and I know a lot of times we've got a lot going on, especially the companies that we work with. They're not necessarily these 20 or $30 million companies where you've got this huge infrastructure. A lot of times you guys are wearing a lot of different hats, so it's difficult every once in a while to make sure that you've got an open door policy, but you need to have exactly that. You need to have an open door policy. You need to have your employees know that if they have an issue that they want to address with you as the owner or the manager, they've got that ability to come to you. That's a really important aspect of how you operate your business and how you create the company culture. If they feel like they can't come to you, those issues that are going to steamroll in their heads never get addressed. Well, that means that you're not going to have a chance to correct anything until it's too late. And once it's too late, you don't have a choice. They're already out that door and all those things have already taken place. So let's remember, dealing with the loss of an employee has to be done before they ever come to you. Hope this was helpful. I hope this was just a couple of little reminders on how Maybe we can make little tweaks to our everyday business so that we operate a little stronger, a little more powerfully. I'm really excited about uh, talking to you guys. If you have any questions or comments or concerns about this, reach out to me, Bill, at thecrestnetwork.com or just go to www.thecrestnetwork.com and you can find myself or Dick Wagner on that website and you can check us out. 
On behalf of everyone here at the Crest Network, this is Bill Gino. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hope to see you again real soon. Bye-bye.